I can be blue, I can be violet sky, I can be like. I can be blue, I can be blue, I can be violet sky. Just had some soup. I'm a big soup guy. I mean, we've talked about it before, but fave thing, soup. It's just the best. Had some tomato bisque. I bought tomato bisque, I bought chicken chowder, and I bought jambalaya, and the tomato bisque was the most caloric of the three. How are you losing that to chicken chowder? Chowder just sounds like heart disease, you know? Now, tomato bisque sounds like tomatoes, vegetables. Actually, tomatoes are fruit, but healthy. I don't get it. How are you higher in calories? Tomato biscuit together. Do better. But you know what? It doesn't matter because it wasn't that much. And it was delicious. Delicious. The only problem with soup is that it's just way too much salt in it. Why you guys put so much salt? I mean, it tastes delicious. I can't tell. But when you look at the sodium, it's like 98% of your daily fucking allotment of salt. And you're like, what? Why? Soup? We need a salt substitute. That's what we need. All right. Let's call the Brando. Marlon Brando Cyrus. Hello? What up? I can't see you. Do you see my beautiful face? There you face? go. I can see the beanie, the Titan shirt. Look at you. You know what? I've just decided to go full Titans guy. Did you decide that or did you just get sent a gift box full well, of Titan stuff? So here's the thing. I grew up, obviously, in on the Central Coast. So the closest teams to us were the 49ers and the Oakland Raiders. Right. Now, I was a 49er fan when I was a child, okay? Okay. Because Joe Montana, Jerry Rice, it was a thing. For like a 10-year-old boy, they traded Joe Montana, my hero, to the Kansas City fucking Chiefs. Mm. Broke my heart. And I said, you know what? I want nothing to do with this organization anymore. I made that decision as a 10-year-old boy, Okay. So I said, okay. we're, we're going across the bay. We're going black and silver, baby. Silver <laughs> and black. Raiders. It's been a hard road to be a Raider fan. I'm not going to lie to you, all right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's been a, it's been a tough, tough road. Uh, and then I moved to Nashville where uh, I lived there for 12 years, and I went to a lot of games. Now they send me care packages and they've invited me to the Sunday, the Sunday night football game at the, at the new Ram stadium. So, and you know, oh. and Hey, I know we probably do have a bunch of front office dudes for the Raiders that listen to this podcast. You guys mm-hmm. want, you guys want my fandom? Maybe it's time to send me some shit, you know? Well, first of all, dudes don't listen to this podcast, so doubt it. Also, I've never been to a Titans game and I also got sent a gift box. Just so you know. Oh, you did? Yeah. How have you never been to a Titans game? I don't know. Been to a handful of Preds games, been to a couple Sounds games, never been to a Titans game. Oh, you should go. It's the best. I take that back. I did go one time when my dad sang the anthem. Oh, that's cool. Yep, I forgot about that. To be honest with you, oh. I've I've been to a lot of really cool stadiums and I will say this, like even though Nissan Stadium isn't like state of the art, it's not like the Death Star or Jerry World or this new SoFi Stadium. What it lacks in polish and pomp and circumstance, it makes mm-hmm. up for in the walking pedestrian bridge from the this east side. Over to Lower Broadway. Yep, you're right. You just leave the stadium and you just, on your merry little way, walk about a half a mile and all of a sudden you're at Tootsie's getting fucking hammered. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Yeah. 
<laughs> I think the kids are going to like Whiskey Row these days, not Tootsie's. But hey, what do I know? Well, you know, the kids can go the fucking Chuggy Gen Z TikToker. <laughs> they can go to Kid Rock's bar. Exactly. And actually, if, if we got a bunch of those Chuggy ass Gen Z motherfuckers listening to this, don't come to my bars. I don't even live in Nashville anymore. <laughs> but like, stay away from Robert's Western World. Stay away from Tootsie's. I don't even know if Printer's Alley even exists anymore, but stay the fuck away from Printer's Alley. Wow. You remember Printer's Alley? I do. And it's funny. The last time I tried to find Printer's Alley on foot, I yeah. couldn't find it. No. <laughs> so... you, Printer's Alley is like, did you ever see the movie Beer Fest? Can't say I have. Well, anyways, it's these guys that are trying to go to this beer fest, like drinking competition in Europe. And they go and, and they don't do very well. And they're trying to go back the next year after they've trained, but they can't remember how to get there. So they all get fucking wasted. And when they get wasted, they like somehow like remember like the magical journey into Beer Fest. And I feel like that's what Printer's Alley is. Like you have to be pretty trash to find Printer's Alley. I'm serious because I looked for it and I, we, I walked around and I was like, it's right here, but it's not. <laughs> I do feel like it is gone. I think they knocked it down and put up some high rises, which is Sanashville, the do. I know, it is sad. There used to be a bar there called uh, Bourbon Street Boogie Bar that oh, gosh. I would frequent a lot. God, I loved it. Man. So anyways, yeah, I don't know if I'm a Titans. I, I am a Titans fan. Like, here's the thing. The, pro- here, the problem is, is that the Raiders and the Titans are both in the AFC. Like, it would be nice if one of them was in the NFC, but they're not in the— what? I don't even know what that is. So there's like two divisions in NFL. There's the AFC and then there's the NFC. There is? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was just all one thing. Well, I mean, they're all part of the NFL, but like the AFC play and they whittle What's it down. What's the difference? Half the league is in the AFC and half the league is in the NFC. And then what is that just for? listen to the, <laughs> the example I'm about to give you and then it'll make sense. Okay. Right. The AFC stands for the American football conference and then i think the nfc stands for the national football conference okay isn't that the same thing they're all part of the nfl yeah but national and american american are the same thing just listen to what it is and then it'll make sense to you okay okay so half the nfl is in the afc and so they all play each other and then they go to the playoffs the winner of the afc plays the winner of the nfc and then that's who plays in the Super Bowl. Why can't they just call it like like basketball, like the Western Conference and the Eastern Conference? Why can't we just be like that? It, I mean, we got to get in the history of it all, but like it goes way back to there was two professional football leagues. And then I think it was the NFC was absorbed by the AFC to make the NFL hmm. way back in the day, I think. Sounds complicated. But Sports the, are so complicated. They are. But you know what? I'm glad they're back. Yeah, I, I mean, I love sports, you know. Went to a Dodger game the other day. Saw that. Dude, sat second row behind the catcher. Wow. Who'd they mistake you for? Wilder Valderrama. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> oh. uh, me and uh, Nick Vial went over there, and we had a lovely time at the ballpark. That's cool. But, yeah. But here's the thing. When you go sit in those seats, and I can't go, I can't go back and just sit you know, in the nosebleeds now. Can't do it. No way. Never show someone what they could have because they will never go back to what they've always known. No, 
Now that I've sat courtside a few times at the at the basketball games, like I'll never go if I don't have courtside. <laughs> I mean, that's so unrelatable, but it's true. Like if you ever go to courtside, you're like, oh, I want to do that again. Yeah, I know. Nothing like it. Uh, See, this is my complaint with football. There's no good seats. Even like the 50-yard line seats. Like I still can't see what's going on. Yeah, but have you sat in the box? No, I don't really go to football games. So see, that's the you haven't see this is the problem. You haven't been into a box. Uh, you should hit so the, the box is the play. The box is the play. So you're way up high, and you're in oh. a room that's generally catered with like a bunch of free booze in it. They've got TVs so everywhere. Basically, basically, it's like watching the game on TV. Basically, yeah, but you're there, so you're a part. You're right. Yes, but you're a part oh. of it. Are you? I mean, not really, actually, but you, like, walk in the stadium with everyone else. Mm, sounds like I'd rather just sit on the couch. Yeah, it's fair. You know, the Titans did really well last season, and so I'm like, all right, we're jumping on this bandwagon. Like, we're just going to go full in. And, uh, and then well, we, and they blew it. And then we right? lost. We lost bad. Yeah, we, I heard. Yeah, not one of my favorite things. But you know what? Sometimes you got to get your ass kicked before you can really mm -hmm. fucking get going. You know? Got to get, get your dick knocked in the dirt. You got to jump back Gross. up. You know, sometimes you get your dick, yeah, dick in the dirt. Okay, <laughs> dick in the dirt, dirt great. Haven't even started the show, and we're always already saying dick in the, the dirt. <laughs> dick in the dirt. I love it. I'm gonna okay. We get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, it's a great I, visual, really. It is, but let's yeah. Move on. Anyways, my other favorite Are thing. You white Dude, on I'm a Monday night? Clawing it up, baby. And, I, you know, here's the thing. Normally, I would have a, a Vizzy hard seltzer, watermelon flavored. Mm -hmm. But we yeah. drank all of them. And so now I'm cast down to the White Claw. Here's my thing, White Claw. Listen up, okay? There's the variety pack, which is a delicious, right? You got your black cherry. You got your raspberry. You got your grapefruit. And then they throw in the fucking... Redheaded stepchild of White Claws in natural lime. I'd rather drink horse piss that's been dicked in the dirt. But I, you know what? Okay. <laughs> it's like White Claw. Fucking replace that with mango, dude. Those you, you fucking sell a gazillion of them. Here's the problem: they throw it in the. They no one wants fucking natural lime, but they got they throw it in the most popular variety packs. So they can get rid of fucking natural lime. Let's just discontinue natural lime, guys. <laughs> It's probably true. You know, let's look, fucking throw mango yeah. in there. Pineapple, maybe. I don't care. Pineapple, throw, yeah. Give me, give me two grapefruits, White Claw, in the variety pack. I'm not a big grapefruit guy. I'm a huge pamplemousse. Yeah, that's all right. I love pamplemousse. I'm a raspberry gal. Love raz, mitaz. <laughs> love it. Love black cherry. Yeah, I like that one too. And watermelon ob. Yeah. If but, that's even a flavor of White Claws, I don't know. I don't even know if it is. Pineapple's pretty good. Should be. The yeah. pineapple's all right. But anyways, busy is better than all of those because uh, it is. And that's a fact. I agree. Funny because I only have two White Claws left and they're both natural lime. So, you know, we haven't done a night show in a while. So I figured I'd get a little loosey-goosey on some claws. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Claws. <laughs> yeah, sure. I claw it up, baby. Should we start? I think so. Is it you or is it me? <sighs> I don't know. I think it's actually me. Okay. Bros and hoes, uh, <laughs> this is what every announcer sounds like on the football games. Wow, Brandy's going deep and she's gonna score. You're listening to your favorite thing podcast with... 
Wells and Brandy. All right, YFTers. I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also like no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with Bowl and Branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love Bowl and Branch sheets. I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my Bull and Branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash style and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl & Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code FAVORITE at bowlandbranch.com. That's bowlandbranch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Promo code FAVORITE THING. Radio um, Wells. Yeah, but it's also like what every announcer when you're watching football sounds just like this. That's always funny to me because, you know, I used to get that a lot. We're like, do your radio voice. And I'm like, all right, I'll do what I think you think a radio voice sounds like. But then do people talk like that normally? Like if you're having sex, you're like, all right, here we go. I'm going to insert my penis into your vagina. And there goes Derek Henry running down the sideline. Touchdown, Titans. Do people typically talk that way during uh sex that's called talking dirty is it is that what it is because it sounds like you're just talking <laughs> <laughs> really awkwardly yeah it's like uh so anyways tomorrow oh. i gotta go run some i gotta run some errands i gotta go to the grocery store i gotta pick up i gotta pick up some dog food and i'm now inserting my penis into your vagina and then later <laughs> i'm gonna go for a run uh how are you feeling right now oh that's called talking dirty is it? <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll tell you who talks dirty is Marissa and Riley, bro. Oh, for sure they do, dude. Wait, how do you know? Could you overhear? Well, I mean, I. Or you assume? I assume, you know, yeah. like that. Yeah, that's. I mean, listen. This is my fifth season doing this show. That's the sexiest I think I've ever seen the show get. Oh, for sure. I mean, I was like, Kirsten and I watched it together and we were like closing our eyes. We were like, is this porn or is this ABC? Yeah. And like, and I, you know, the thing about the Riley and Marissa of it all, I love these zero shame. They're just like, oh yeah. And and because it's, it's very, to me, it's very endearing. It's like, they really like each other. Like they are so Mm -hmm. into this. Yeah. And like her line of like, I had a, like a chocolate mousse and I loved it or something like that. Oh, I didn't even hear that. Yeah, she was like, I had me some chocolate mousse. Man, I love it. And he's like, yeah, you know that's right. And I was like, yeah, dude. Um, I loved that she came dressed fully prepared for this whipped cream activity. Absolutely. She wore outfits that only exposed things (laughs) that she wanted to expose for licking. Yeah, it was like slits from (laughs) knee to like waist on her pants and just like. Fully straight down the middle from chin to belly button, straight yeah. up open. She was ready. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, it was good stuff. And like the toe thing was uh, hilarious. Disgusting. I know. Disgusting. 
I that's mean, like the one thing like i draw the line there like i'm i'll be adventurous and like whatever yeah. like i'm down to like have some fun but the feet thing no 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 have you ever Can't had a, have you ever had a guy like suck on your toes before no never i don't think so interesting yeah i don't think i would like that very much Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? Do, I don't know. It's I, weird. I saw something on TikTok, so it's got to be true. I guess. Got to be. Got to be true. So I guess like the pleasure receptor for your genitalia is in like this one fold in, you know, like whatever, the Abdullah Bungada or whatever. And apparently and you can see it where the pleasure receptor is on your brain for that. It's right next to where you feel things for your feet. And so huh. they say that the reason why foot fetishes are a thing is sometimes those wires get crossed. Oh, and, God. Yeah. What a tragedy. What a tragedy. I know. <laughs> That's real funny. Wires get crossed. It's, oh, my God. So weird. Like, it just as humans, we're just so fucking odd, you know? So odd. And like, I and I say it on the episode where I'm like, th like the only thing on that beach is sand, like dirt and just like dead fucking crustaceans everywhere. You know? Yeah, like just... that's a worst case scenario. Like, listen, you go, you take a shower and then you decide to have sex. Okay, maybe we can, maybe, maybe yeah. we can just like discuss the foot concept. Yeah. <laughs> Walking around on a dirty, nasty beach. Uh-uh. And then sucking on each other's feet? I don't think so. No, 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 no. I know, but you know what? Like I say in that interview, I'm like, hey, listen, if you can do that, like you're you're there, man. Like what? Yeah, I mean, you're right. What hurdles do you have now? You've sucked on dirty paradise festy foot. It's disgusting. That's what my buddy used to call hippies when you go to festivals and they like wouldn't wear shoes mm -hmm. and they're they get festy feet and they're just like yeah, that's that's real nasty. Kind of like go through the episode and kind of get back to the Marissa and Riley just Pornhub saga later. <laughs> uh, what were your thoughts on the episode? I liked it. I thought it was jam-packed, full of drama, and I'm here for that. I had a little bit of everything, if you ask me. It had yeah. like lots of drama, lots of funny. I think there was a lot of funny things that happened on it. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of sadness with mm -hmm. Natasha. There was a little bit of redemption for Natasha as well. And redemption for Tia. Seemed like Tia had like a really wonderful time as well. Yeah. And then mm, chef's kiss at the end with Joe and Serena professing oh, their yeah. love for each other. Insane. It was everything. All right. So let's start at the top. You kind of had to know this was coming Brendan and Piper are in some trouble in paradise. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they are. You think Brendan can't look any worse, and then he just does. <laughs> just digging himself a deeper and deeper hole. But who looks worse, Brendan or Piper? The first episode, Piper came down and was in, like, the when they went on their date or whatever, and we're sitting on that day bed, like, talking you know, like messing with their mics and stuff. Like Piper looked pretty bad, I thought, that day. I mean, I guess she still was making comments about like, I don't need this shell to make money and get followers. Like I have a marketing degree. I can like do that. Like that was pretty s disgusting. But at least like when they were grilling Brendan, like she just kind of sat back. And I actually think like she, she like for me, like I, if I were Piper, I would be like, thank God he came down here first, right? Like thank God it wasn't her who had to get there first and figure out how to stay. Mm -hmm. 
because all that it looks like for her, like she, ever since she walked down on the beach, she's owned like, hey, I'm here for Brendan, yeah. right? Like it's never been a game. It's never she's never lied or anything like that. Like she's been honest and and whatever, and she, and she just got caught up in all of Brendan's lies, you know. And yeah, she's she's here for his lies, and she, which is sketchy. But at the end of the day, like. I don't know. To me, like Brendan's really the bad guy. Like he just looks so bad. And and when they're sitting there, like listing all the things he's done wrong, right? Like you can't come into this with you know already being in a relationship and all those things. Like for me, the bottom line is what he did that was so wrong was lead on Natasha, well, right? Yeah. It's like yeah, these people meet in real life. Yeah, these people probably DM before they get here. Like well, you know that happens, and that's whatever. But to me, like the big no no is like you just can't come down and lie to somebody waiting for someone else to come like that's where it's bad and to hear him sit there and be like these girls have no options like nobody likes deandra no one likes natasha it's like who the fuck do you think you are that you can say these things about these girls like you are trash i'll tell you what happened he got his dick knocked in the dirt (laughs) dick in the dirt i think on the show i say it kind of as eloquently as you can there is only one rule and that mm-hmm. is you can't come on the show with a boyfriend or a girlfriend on any of the shows. That's mm-hmm. what it seemed like. I don't know when the news broke that, like, they saw each other the night before he left for Paradise. But, mm-hmm. like. Yeah, that's bad. I mean, it, it is and it isn't. Like, who really gives a shit? It's just not in the spirit of the show to do that. We act like he killed a baby or something. You know, like, we're, we're acting like he's, like, the worst person in the world. He's really not. He just did a really bad job of explaining himself and then while manipulating someone and then showing his true colors by saying stuff just to Piper when he didn't think cameras were on him. And it really was just Mm -hmm. like, I don't know about you. Yeah. To me, it's the arrogance that I just really can't stand. And it's the fact that he hasn't once, not one time seemed like the least bit remorseful Mm -hmm. or, Like, just not even acknowledging that he's done anything wrong to Natasha, really. Like, and that to me is just disgusting. Like, that's why I just feel like he's the worst. I mean, are you happy that they left or should they have stuck around? No, I mean, I'm glad they left. If I were them, I wouldn't want to be there if everybody hated me. It sounds kind of miserable. You know what I mean? So I think it was the right move to leave. And honestly, like for the sake of their relationship, I think it was the best move. I think if they had stayed, it probably would have really fucked with their relationship just because it would have been so awkward and miserable, you know? Like, I think for them to have their best chance, they they need to leave and just hang out in real life. Do you think Joe, like, overstepped his role there? Like, there's a little bit of, like, is Joe the enforcer of this place? Who is Joe that he gets to be, like, the guy that kind of kicks everyone out? Yeah, I think that's fair to an extent. I think probably, like, where it gets blurry is like, all right, once you do that to, I already forgot the guy's name. What's Chris. the guy's name that left last time? Chris. Once you do that to Chris and that other girl, then you can't not do it to Brendan. Yeah. So it's like you do it once and then you're kind of put in that role. And then, and then it's like, well, if you're not going to do that for Brent, for Natasha and, and, and confront Brendan, like, I don't know, he kind of like put himself between a rock and a hard place there, I feel like. And I was kind of okay with it just because I'm like, at least somebody's saying something. Yeah. I, I feel, I feel like you, you needed some male energy there because then yeah. the optics could have been like a bunch of, you know, scorned women, which is. Mm-hmm. Hell has no fury like a woman's score. It would kind of looked like that where you, I think having Joe go there and I'll take the lead on this and then you guys can chime in when you want. Mm-hmm. I think that was the best well, way to do it. 
what was cracking me up and it was fine because we all you know we all like she she wasn't she wasn't wrong but it was cracking me up that demi was like so like you're wasting my time i deserve a rose and, da, 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 da. and i'm like what do you mean wasting your time you had nothing to do with brendan this entire time well she did go on a date with him that first date <laughs> Oh, did she? I don't remember that. Yeah, they went on a date and they kissed. And then he was like, I'm not interested in you. And then she freaked out. Oh, wow. And I there is a little bit, that. there is a little bit of like, hey, Demi, maybe sit this one out. Because let's, let us not forget that last time we filmed this show, uh, you came to Paradise with a girlfriend still back at home. Right. And we had to bring said girlfriend to the show for you. Little cringy that she was so like a part of that, I guess. But yeah, I think she was aware of it. The problem is that she is just a big force on the beach, and I'm she just yeah, you know. Oh, for sure, and to like make a scene, she loves to do that. The whole thing about like chasing clout, I normally would be like, whatever. Like you don't know, like no one knows if that's true or not. But their conversations about followers, Piper's especially, it's crazy. I was just I like, know. dude, don't say this out loud. And also, Piper, I hate to fucking burst your little bubble, but you having a market degree, marketing degree doesn't mean dick in the dirt about getting people to follow you on Instagram. <laughs> this is your new favorite phrase. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true, you know? Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, absolutely. You know how many people go to school now for social media marketing? Guess what? It's insane. Guess what? You know how many of them actually are successful in that? Very little, because it all has to do with how interesting the person is, not the shit that you fucking curate. Yeah, I'll be curious to see all the gossip this past these past couple weeks or how many followers that Brendan and Piper have lost. Oh, that, that, I saw metrics of the, from last episode. I don't know about this episode, yeah. but last episode. Well, they, I mean, they, that's what I was saying is like it's already dropped so much from the last episode that I'm going to go out on a limb here and say it's going to drop another big chunk after this one. Yeah, I was like Brendan lost 100,000 and like Natasha gained 100,000. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I loved it. It was everything. I did too, man. Okay, so they leave probably best for everybody. And I think best for them, too. Yeah. And then the Tammy Tommy show commences. You buy Since it? when do we call him Tommy? I think that I started nicknaming him Tammy and Tommy because it was funnier. Uh-huh. I, I just... I, it was just funny. It kind of came out of, like, left field. Yeah. Well, I think I had been calling them that, but they just hadn't used... They haven't used a whole lot of me up until this episode anyways, so... I said, I know that. Yeah, thanks, Brandy. <laughs> you buying her, like, being upset? Because she calls him her best friend. That's where I'm just like, Tam, Tam. What? <sighs> I mean, you know that I just can't with her. Why can't you with all. her? <laughs> I don't know. She is just a complete mess 24-7, 365. I just can't. True. I mean, my whole thing with her is, first of all, you did this to Aaron. Yeah. You were in it with Aaron and then jumped ship for someone hotter. Okay, well, this is exactly what Thomas is doing. He was in it with you, and now he's jumping ship for someone hotter. Like, I don't know what to tell you. You, you kind of asked for this. Yeah. Karma, number one. Number two, I, like, I just get, again, I understand, like, you're in a bubble, and you feel all the feels, and the producers are making you feel things you wouldn't normally feel in the Whatever. I get that. But also, it's like, you really couldn't see through his shit. Like, 
Thomas was never that into Tammy. He just wanted a rose and wanted to stay on the show, like a bunch of those other guys. Like, right before this rose ceremony, all of a sudden, like, all these people I've never even seen speak are making out because they're trying to get a rose. I'm like, you guys are fucking crazy. Like, who made out with Box Guy? Was it Tia? Yeah. I'm like, have you guys even spoken? Like, what is happening here? Like, come on, box guy. Like, you know Tia's not really into you. You have to know she just wants a rose. Tammy, you have to know that dickhead Thomas is not really into you. You (laughs) have to know that he is just trying to get a rose from you and stay on the show. Like, how do you not see this coming? There's a little bit of me that wonders if Tammy assumes that this is her bachelorette audition. (laughs) It wouldn't shock me. You know? (laughs) I feel like I'm getting a lot of alligator tears, a lot of Tammy just freaking out over, like, what's happening? Like, <laughs> I don't know. If it's your birthday in paradise, you should not come to paradise because it always ends badly <laughs> for people's birthdays. Who else's birthday was bad? Kenny, because Demi threw the cake in the fire. Oh, uh, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Tammy, I was cracking up. She was like, last year on my birthday, I had COVID, and this was worse. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, was it? Because COVID sounds pretty bad. Yeah, I know. God save the Tammy queen, though, because, like, like her exit <laughs> with the fucking cupcake, she was like, it's pretty good. <laughs> I was like, oh, Tammy, I love you, kid. I mean, she's good TV, you know? She's great TV. Oh God! She had some good lines. I'm sad. Like, to, if if we're being fair, we lost a lot of star power in this episode. I know. I was thinking that. You know. Uh, yeah. I mean, luckily, we're getting now to the lovey-dovey portion of the season. Yeah. Which is very evident with R- Riley and Marissa just fucking on a daybed, <laughs> and <laughs> and Kenny and Mari just like you know going to boom boom and. But yeah, we're, we we lose Demi, we lose Tammy, we lose Brendan and Piper. Who else do we lose? Jasenia. Oh yeah, Jasenia. So we get to the part of the rose ceremony where I have to be like, this is kind of fucked up, guys. This poor girl went like full in on Brendan and, you know, kind of got screwed over. We need to save her. So I call Polly down and we do the whole thing. It was really funny. The behind the scenes of that is interesting because, you know, you know, the the idea that like we needed to save her was something that we had been talking about kind of all day because it was like this isn't right. What What's happening with her? How does Wells give her a rose? Because if I give her a rose, it looks like I'm giving her a rose. Right. You know, so mm-hmm. we had to figure out a way to give her a rose without me actually being like, will you accept this rose? Right. You know, uh huh. So in comes Polly, and that's why we did it that way. Also, it's always wonderful to have Polly come down here. By the way, one of my favorite people in the world. That's Polly. That's the director of the rose ceremonies. And okay, so he just like is always there. So if you were wondering, like, who is this very tall bald man? Well, that's well, that's exactly what I said when you were like, Polly, come down. I was like, who? Yeah, from Jersey Shore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's exactly. <laughs> You know, there's a part of me that was wondering if Jasenia was like, wait, hold on. This exact thing happened kind of to me. Uh, well, are you going to save my ass here or not? Yeah, the difference is she ditched Ivan yeah. for Chris and Natasha never ditched anyone. She was just so I know. loyal and authentic. I know. She's a cutie pie. We save her ass. Little John comes in. Love it. 
It's just so funny because, like, you know, they send my ass in there to be like, this needs to be serious. Obviously, Brendan and Piper left. You need to go set the tone that, like, this is serious. This is fucked up. You need to go save Natasha. She's going to be crying. She was crying the entire time, you know. It was, like, the most stressful rose ceremony to date for me. Mm -hmm. And and then, like, then they... So we finished, and I go back up, and I'm talking to the producers, and then they're like, all right, we're sitting in in Lil John. And Lil John gets to go to spray fucking champagne and turn the, like the energy all around. So can I make him happy one time? Or am I only like bad news bears <laughs> coming down here? Dick in the dirt. Wells is here. He's going to ruin your fucking day. <laughs> oh, God. He's going to ruin your day. I'm really glad that uh, Lil John got to uh, got to be in that date. Where he pulls up in a uh, ATV. Oh, yeah, that was good. Because I was told all he wanted to do for his entrance was to ride <laughs> uh, a four-wheeler on the beach in a Gucci suit and jump off and say, like, <laughs> yeah. And mm-hmm. and so we were like, we tried to figure it out. I was like, how are we going to get a fucking four-wheeler on this beach, you know? And so mm-hmm. that date of him, like, pulling up, I was like, all right, he got, he got his... His big moment, yeah. Weird request. It was like all, all the things that people wanted. Little John was like, I need a Gucci suit and I need an ATV. <laughs> how can we make this happen? <laughs> I respect it, honestly, here for it. I need a bottle of champagne to spray everybody. I need some tequila. <laughs> Anyways. I'm going to start requesting those things. Yeah, like that's when you're right. Gucci riding. suit, a bottle <laughs> of champagne. Oh. Um, ma'am, most people <laughs> request like <laughs> avocado toast and like um, yeah, no, room no, no, temperature no, no. water. <laughs> I need a Gucci tracksuit. <laughs> and a four-wheeler. Thank you. Tia goes on a date with Taddy Daddy. Like, okay, is it just me or are you thinking that they've at least DM'd each other before? I think everyone's DM'd everybody, but like she is I guess. full. Like if she does another, like we get it. Your vagina likes this guy. <laughs> all right? Yeah. It's my, something. I mean, my vagina is vibrating, you know? So my vagina. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's my vagina is tingling. I'm ovulating right now. My vagina is pregnant. All right, we enough vagina talk, Tia. Oh, I remember my first makeout session. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, Tia, this is what happens when you make out with a straight guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Got him. Oh. Yeah, you mean your vagina wasn't your vagina wasn't tingling went making out with Colton? Can we keep this in? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either, but I'm not sure. I think it's I mean it's it's fair though. Like I love you, Colton, so much. I'm sorry. I do too. I love Colton. <laughs> but like it is fair, uh, you know, like you have know, some weird sixth sense of like For sure. Chemistry. And if someone yeah. isn't even into the your gender yeah you have to feel that for sure and she felt it in her vagina it was tingling and vibrating yeah we heard all about it for a full three minutes (laughs) (laughs) i kind of love it like tia's right she got titties out one day talk about vagina vibrating (laughs) next day like what's next for you tia i don't know she seems she seems on board with that guy who i've never seen before by the way daddy daddy (laughs) i love the name Oh. Um, and then what? Natasha's date with Dr. Joe. Okay. Speaking of being straight, my Brendan? 
I'm sorry. Are you guys a couple? Are yeah. you together? Are you dating? I'm confused. <laughs> I just wish he had played it a little cooler because I thought the date was going really well. I know. Honestly, like, I'm a little bummed she even brought it up. I mean, if he had still been on the beach, like, yeah, maybe I, then I understand, like, kind of warranted to bring it up so that he knows what's going on. But with him not even there anymore, I kind of wish she just hadn't brought it up. And also knowing that they are friends. Yeah, especially. Not a great, yeah, I kind of agree. That's a little self sabotage -y. Yeah. Uh, and then also, like, letting it get to her. Like, she knew that they were friends. So she knew, like, at least subconsciously that that she probably wasn't going to like how he's going to react to it. So it was mm -hmm. almost like set up to fail. Right. I wish I had been there to be like, Natasha, we all have friends who do douchebaggy douche things. It doesn't make that person a douchebag. It just means that their friend is, you know, like. Yeah. This guy's a fucking, I think, I don't know. We'll see if I say it. But I'm like, he's a fucking doctor. All right. Mm -hmm. He's not a, he's not like personal trainer. Riley's occupation straight up says works out. So, yeah, but he's a lawyer. <laughs> no, but it's funny I know, but like, hey, listen, I just want to say this to, to all like the future girls coming to paradise. Lawyers and doctors, diamonds and rough. Rare. You're, yeah. They just don't show up there, guys. All right. You're right. You're just right. Fucking hold on for grim death because that's as good as you are going to get. Because guess what? Mm -hmm. You don't have a marketing degree like Piper does. So you can't grow that following, you know? So you got to <laughs> fall back on your on your on your medical doctor skills, saving lives. That's funny. I guess like the cutest fucking thing of it all with Joe and Serena. Are they the cutest fucking thing ever or what what's happening here? I mean, they're pretty fucking adorable. Yeah. I'm just like really impressed, I guess is the word I will use here. I'm just really impressed that Joe like, has it in him to, like, do all this with Kendall there. Yeah. Watch it. Like, it's pretty crazy. Speaking of Kendall. What? Kendall and Ivan? Really? Yeah, no, and I actually kind of feel bad for Ivan because I didn't know that. I do, too. And he's, like, kissing her shoulder, and she's like, get the fuck away from me. And it was like, okay. No, well. I know. What is the f I can't with that. Poor Ivan. He deserves better. He does deserve better. I love him. Um, is there any part of you that's fun. annoyed that Joe didn't say I'm falling in love with you first? No, not at all. It's funny because I would never have like going into this, I would have never thought those two would be to end up together. You know, like it's just such like a surprising pair, I guess. Yeah. They're so cute. Cause they seem very comfortable in their own skin. Uh, yeah. And then also in turn, very comfortable, like being with one another. It just seems yeah. very authentic, I guess. Mm -hmm. The thing is, is that Joe is just very lovable. I could see that. You know, I think it happened. It happened last season, obviously, with Kendall. It's happening again. Like I, even I fall into it. He's just like a nice guy, you know, so I understand him coming there and being successful because he's just a very lovable person. Yeah, for sure. But he is taking out the trash every night. I mean, like, I, <laughs> I, I, when they'll never show it, but I used to say, like, that I called Joe the Undertaker, like, because it was like every day he's kicking someone new out. Like, I was like, I remember waking up the next day being like, Joe, who's fucking next in the chopping block here? Like, who we cut? <laughs> is it me? Am I getting out of here? Is Lil John getting cut? Oh my God. Was this the best episode or was last week's episode the best episode? I think I liked this one better. Really? I think so. It was a little more well-rounded, I feel like. Uh-huh. Gave you a little bit of everything. I'll agree with that. 
it, the last one was one that like I was there and I knew what happened and I was like, wow, this is fucking intense. This is some dick in the dirt stuff. Whereas this one I was like, I knew. the thing that I'll close out with is yes, we lost some like heavy hitters, some like big stars, people that do a really good job of like making very compelling and dramatic television. And so your thought might be, because I kind of alluded to it, like we now fall into like this lovey-dovey portion of the show. And I will say that there are a couple things that are going to happen that are going to blow your mind in like the dramatic sense. Mm -hmm. And what's crazy to me is that I haven't seen a tease for any of it yet. And I'm like, are you going to cut this out? They can't cut it out. Like that something happens that's just so bonkers that I think everyone's just going to be like, whoa. But they haven't started teasing this yet. And once they do, oh, wait for it. So, all right. Yeah. Is that enough all batch? Right. Is that we did a lot of, of, of batch there? We did a lot of saying dick in the dirt. I know. <laughs> like it's just Guess what the name of this episode is? <laughs> dick in the dirt? Yeah. Oh, God. Last question about paradise. Oh, here we go. Favorite couple on the beach? Honestly, I think Riley and Marissa. I think I agree with you. Yeah. I think I do. I love yeah. them. Yeah. Even though I'm pretty sure Marissa has like tetanus or something from. Oh, doing- for sure. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. That's enough. That's enough batch stuff. All right. Fave things, bro. What you got? Did I tell you I started clickbait? Yes. We've talked about it like last episode. It's with Adrian Grenier. Yeah. Or how you say his name. It's interesting because it seems like every episode they introduce a new character or something. Like it's it's interesting. And have you seen it at all? No. Uh, do you want me to like ruin something or maybe not? Okay, go for it. Are you gonna watch it or no? Yeah, we'll see. Okay, here's a spoiler. So if you don't want to hear this, maybe fast forward twenty seconds. Um, but I'm on like episode four and. I think it was episode three, they find his body and he, and somebody killed him so early, like in, and I was a little shocked by that Mm. because this whole thing is like, he's missing and they're putting out this viral video that they're going to kill him, but they can't find him and whatever. So I was under the impression like this whole series was going to be trying to figure out where he is or like find him or whatever. And like episode three, deader than a doornail down by the Creek. Damn. I know. So it's interesting, but they keep introducing new characters, and honestly, like I have, I have no idea where it's going at all. Like zero. Man, he got—he's dead in the creek. Yeah, dead in the creek. Dead in the creek. <laughs> dick in the dirt. What is happening? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I do want to watch that show, and like everyone's been talking to me about it. So honestly, like it's just so crazy. Like, dating apps are just so sketchy. Like, it's so crazy that this is completely realistic, that someone can put up a profile mm-hmm. and use a fake name and carry on an, enti- an entire relationship and and just, it all, it's all a lie. Yeah. And you'll, you just don't, you would never know. It's just scary. It's happening a lot, too. It's freaking scary. I like, hate it. It's, I, and I, I don't know, like it. I know a lot of quote unquote celebrities that people will in, impersonate them. And then the person that they're, they're like catfishing will eventually figure out and how to find the real celebrity and confront them. And they'll be like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Like, I, I'm not this person that's sending you messages, you know, and they'll do like crazy things. I've been like, 
you know, this is, I, I have to have a secret burner account because uh, my, my relationship with this very successful actress is all a sham. We do it for like publicity, but really I'm in love with you. And you hear stories of like them sending people money, like celebrities money. You're like, why would you send a celebrity money? Why would they need money? They're yeah, all this crazy mm -hmm. stuff. It's just bonkers, dude. Don't. I know. Don't get wrapped up in all that stuff. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. But obviously, if you watch the show, you'll see that, you know, this guy is like on, on all these dating sites under all these fake names. And it's just crazy because like that could actually really happen. Oh, it happens all the time. Insane. Hold on one second. I need another white claw. Oh, you Bill. Okay. Let's do some ASMR or whatever it's called. <laughs> oh, that's good. It is a nice sound. Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really selling it. Yeah. <sighs> Here's the thing. I only like seltzers now. I can't drink. <laughs> I can't drink anything else. I don't like. Nothing tastes good to me except seltzers, specifically Vizzy. And here's the other thing. I only like them on the rocks. I like to have it like in a glass. I don't like drinking it out of the can. You are so bouge. I don't know if that's bouge or that's like so basic bitch. Both. Yeah. <laughs> so we're just not drinking whiskey anymore at all? I can still drink whiskey, but like, you know, whiskey can fuck me up a little bit. Well, so yeah. So I can do like one or two of those because I used to just drink like vodka soda and I realized that like it was not doing great things for my body, especially like my stomach. Whereas like mm. I can have like three <laughs> or four like hard seltzers and feel a little buzzed and then like wake up next morning and be like, I feel good. Let's go. Beep bop, boop bop, boop bop. Yeah. I watched the new Hugh Jackman film. Oh. It's called Reminiscence. I've seen that. I've scrolled through past that. How was it? It's on HBO Max. Mm -hmm. The premise of it is so cool. The execution of it is clunky and long. Okay. That's a bummer. Here's the tag. Nick Bannister, a private investigator of the mind, navigates the alluring world of the past when his life is changed by a new client named May. A simple case becomes an obsession after she disappears and he fights to learn the truth about her reminiscence. It takes place in the future where like we've fucked up the world and like <laughs> the ice caps have melted and all the, you know, the oceans have risen and everything. Hugh Jackman has this machine where people can like sit in it and they can basically go relive memories of their past. And because the world sucks so hard, in this future, people are wanting to go back to when it was awesome, you know, before we, like, ruined the world. <clears throat> and then it turns into this love story with this girl, May, who's played by Rebecca Ferguson, who's actually, uh, she plays um, Rose the Hat in Doctor Sleep, and I loved her in that, so I was really excited to see her. And then also, Tondi Newton, who was in Westworld, is yep. Hugh Jackman's, like, main partner. Mm -hmm. And then also Cliff Curtis, who's been in, like, a ton of stuff. So the cast was, like, is, like, ridiculous. It's got, like, this kind of, like, film noir vibe to it. So you're like, oh, cool. This could be, like, really fun. It just dragged on a little bit. But if you do, like, psychological thriller sci-fi vibe, maybe go check it out. Just watch the first, like, 20 minutes and then go from there. But anyways, Reminiscence. It's on HBO Max. I'm going to give it, like, a half thing. Okay. I feel like I'll probably give it a shot. 
Dude, the thing that I'm so excited about. Have you seen any of the trailers for Mayor of Kingstown? No, what's that? Dude, so it's not it's not out yet, but like I keep seeing these trailers. And I'm like, God, fuck, this show needs to come out. It's on Paramount Plus, and guess who? Love. Guess who created it? Who? The dude that did Yellowstone. Yellowstone. Fuck yeah. Okay, so listen about that. Listen to the fucking cast in this one. Kyle Chandler. <gasps> Coach Taylor. Coach Taylor. Love him. Jeremy Renner. Ooh. And then you know who else is in it? Adian Gillian. Do you know who that is? No. He was in a little show called Game of Thrones. He was Littlefinger. Oh, Littlefinger. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then like a lot of like other heavy hitters. Anyways, it comes out November 14th. Here's the, the tag. Oh, so far away. I know. The McCluskey family. Power brokers in Kingstown, Michigan, where the business of incarceration is the only thriving industry. Tackling themes of systemic racism, corruption, and inequality. Mayor of Kingstown. So it seems like they're both like cops or something. Maybe like Jeremy Renner isn't a great cop and maybe um, Kyle Chandler is or maybe vice versa. We're not really sure. Okay. Anyways, it's got like a city on a hill vibe or like a true detective season one vibe to it. Ooh, yeah. Anyways, and it's on Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus is all of a sudden being like, you know what? We're going to start making some fucking hit shows, guys. I know. I know. They really have. Kyle Chandler is just the best. And he's just the hottest old guy ever. He is a handsome man. I know. Was he in Bloodline? Yes. I loved Bloodline. I did too. Oh, yeah. Man. I do have some Muzaks. Do you have anything else? Um, I think I might have some music too, but that's it. Did you ever get into the band Elliot Root? No. Oh, God. I love this band in Nashville. Ended up becoming good friends of mine. They have so many freaking good songs. They've got a new single out. This one's called Rescue. Anyways, this is Elliot Root. Check it out. I just need some mercy. Wondering will somebody think that I'm worthy? If I don't believe what I can see, I'm wondering will somebody come rescue me? Somebody come rescue me. It's called Rescue by Elliot Root. I feel like that's something that you'd really like. It seems like right. I liked that, right yeah. Up. But yeah, they're great. A couple of songs you should go look, look into. They've got a song called June After Dark that's like fucking phenomenal that I played a bunch on Lightning and on Alt. And then the song that like, I they were a Well Smells a Hit band way back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> Such a good bit. And... I just I'll play a little bit just just so you guys can hear it. But this is this is my well smells a hit song, and I was like, this is a fucking radio genius song. It's called Punks and Poets.
Anyways, Elliot Root, they're fucking awesome. Go check them out. Cool. I'm a little behind on sharing this song. It came out in June. I feel like I listened to a lot of Fletcher and haven't shared a whole lot of her music on this podcast for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love her song, um, Bitter. But the new one, newer one she has out is called Healing, and I love it so much. It came out in June. She's super cool. Yeah. It's a good one. Um, and then my buddy Sam Hunt has a new single out called 23. And, and it's me? super catchy, super feel good, easy song to listen to. Glad he's finally putting out some new music. No matter what I do, I'll never be 23 with anyone but you. You can marry who you want, go back to Tennessee, but you'll never be. Dallas just sells, Sam. Gonna be good. I liked it. My buddy uh, Daniel Ellsworth, he's got a new band that he put together out here called Dark Minds. He's been doing a lot of like TV and movie and ad syncs out here, kind of with this band and his and his publishing company. But like he still fucking writes just massive hits. And they just put out a new record called Monument. My favorite one's See You on the Way Out, but the whole record's really good. And some people are just way too fucking talented. Dark Minds right here. I'm steady. When the tide turns, I will be ready. I can feel a sea change coming. The writing's on the wall. We keep watching into the great unknown. I'm a fire walking on a wire. We're charging into a raging storm. I'm a fire. I'll see you on the way up. That's Dark Minds. See you in the way up. The record's called uh, Monument. Go check it out. God, Kendall Jenner looked amazing at Met Gala. Is it weird for me to be annoyed by Megan Fox? It's funny you say that because I love her so much. Same. I mean, like, who, you know. Did you Have you seen the TikTok going around of her on the red carpet with Machine Gun Kelly from the VMAs? No, but I saw an interview and I was like, her talking just sounds like she was someone that would annoy me. Oh my God, she is so funny. There's this TikTok. Wait, I gotta just find it. Hold on, give me one second. We'll okay. go out on this because it's too good. Yeah, send it to me and I'll just plug it in. He was like, you're gonna be naked tonight. And I was like, whatever you say, daddy. Whatever daddy says, 
Are you proud of him? Very proud. He's the most talented boy in the world. Uh, and then you're pretty oh, pretty talented too. Seeing you in Bloody Valentine, are you guys going to collaborate more when it comes to your music videos in the future? I mean, yeah, he's not allowed to have other hoes in his music video. <laughs> it's the queen or no one. <laughs> I love her. So so much. I know, but like listening to her talk, like with her her lips doing weird stuff. I don't know, like for whatever well, reason. She's got so much filler in her lips, <laughs> she can't speak right, probably. But she's so hot. I love her. No shame. Like he can't have other hoes in his music video. Yeah. It's the queen or no one, girl. Preach it. I know. I don't know about like I don't know about like calling Machine Gun Kelly daddy. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> that's a little extra for me. But I, you know what? I don't care. I love her. <laughs> Young me had such a crush on her and I, you oh, know, yeah. you know, like, like transformers, like she was the hottest. And I feel mm -hmm. like now, and this is, this has more to do with me than it does her. Cause I've gotten older. I think if I were around her, I'd be like, what are you talking about? Stop calling him daddy. Okay. He's <laughs> fucking Larry or whatever his real name is. Like, please stop. <laughs> I think his name is, uh, is it Colson or Colton or, Something like that. Colson Baker. Colson, I was right. That dress, though, fuck. I know. What happens if you have a fart? You know, like what happens then? I'm not sure. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, let's get out of here. All right. Um, good luck with your horse showing tomorrow. Thank you so much. I Appreciate mean, you. Bring home that blue ribbon, baby. That's the goal. Let's do it. Um, I think again next week, no BIP on Monday, oh. only on Tuesday. Football, guys. You know? What a tragedy. Tragedy. Um, but we love you and we miss you. Love ya. See you guys. Dick in the dirt. Till I cross the line Can't turn back on an uphill climb I'm a hell Mary in overtime Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? I'm Natalie Barbu, host of The Real Real Podcast, where we go behind the highlight reel to find out what's really going on in the lives of content creators, entrepreneurs, and everyone in between. After quitting my corporate job to start my own businesses, I realized that while things might look glamorous on our Instagram feeds, things can get real behind the scenes. You can listen to The Real Real every Monday to start off your week with some realness and inspiration. Find my podcast wherever you're listening right now and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a beat. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.